Not only are the attorney generals asking for the RCMP to look into the SNC-Lavalin affair and uh, the uh, if there was pressure by the PMO's office, but there are other people calling for that similar investigation. Joseph Newberger joins the show right now. He's a criminal lawyer and Global News Radio legal analyst. Joseph, welcome to the program. Thank you so much. What does it take to launch an RCMP investigation? Like, can a letter do it? Yeah, there has to be an official request, um, uh, and that can come through the AG's office, um, the Department of Justice, and they can start investigating at that point. And frankly, it, it, I mean, the RCMP has to be paying attention to this because uh, it's really quite astonishing. Could a criminal investigation already be going on? I, you know, after it, I, it, I don't think it would have happened before uh, Jody Wilson-Raybould gave her testimony. Um, because I think we weren't really sure about pressure, inappropriate behavior, or directions. But once she gave that opening statement and her testimony, I think it's become very clear that there is strong indications that there was very obstructive behavior going on, which surpassed what's inappropriate and went directly into criminal conduct. If the RCMP launched an investigation, would we see them getting, you know, getting in touch with Gerald Butts, getting in touch with other people on the Hill to uh, talk about their possible involvement or what they knew? Well, yeah. I mean, the first thing is I think they should execute warrants Mm -hmm. to try and get people's phones and computers. uh, And because we want to see those text messages. We want to, you know, the notes from Jody Wilson-Raybould should be turned over. So you want to source all as much um, real documentary evidence you can get of whatever communications existed, then they're certainly going to want to speak to people uh, who are uh, allegedly involved in this, like Mr. Butts. I would not be shocked if they are retaining counsel and would want to um, think very carefully about what they're going to say. And the narrative from the liberals up until, you know, I think today or yesterday has been a disjointed narrative. And, um, you know, now sort of the time to get in there because, you know, I don't think their ducks are in a row. I've heard a little bit about what was said in the in the House of Commons, but it's not really a strong narrative. What potential charges um, would be warranted against the government? Well, the one that's most serious is an obstruct justice. So, you know, it's any type of inappropriate influence uh, uh, to uh, alter a, a criminal investigation or proceed or proceeding, and that's what we have here. And so what now, if everything that she says is accurate and those messages do exist and her notes are accurate, then we do know that individuals communicated with her. There were conversations and there were requests uh, that she get involved in order to do a DPA, which is the Deferred Prosecution Agreement. And one of the more stark comments that that she made, which really has struck me as quite serious, was when Mr. Butts was speaking to, I guess, her assistant and allegedly said, Jess, there is no solution here that doesn't involve some interference. I, I, you know, I, if that doesn't meet the threshold of a, an obstruct, I don't know what does. And if that is on top of other individuals from the minister's office, the finance minister's office, it, it, we are clearly in the realm of a case involving obstruct justice. And if found guilty, what would the sentence be? Well, we've seen actually recently that um, obstruction and interference with either records or other uh, uh, other type of uh, political issues can result in jail, and it would result in jail. Um, I can't tell you the quantum. It would be several months. And, and not everybody's 
you have to step back and, and, and it's very serious to interfere with the prosecution. And all individuals, including corporations, need to be treated equally under the law. It's not fair. I do get to some extent, and I have sympathy for, if the concerns are about a massive loss of jobs, uh, the workers and the pensions and everything about that is something that the workers, that they didn't engage themselves in this criminal conduct. So I have sympathy for that. But what some of the other material that I'm reading talks a lot about also their concerns about their political footprint in Quebec. And so if you have an equal, equal motivation or even a more motivation about your positioning for the next election, that makes it more egregious. I, I can understand and accept the government's concern about workers losing their jobs and pensions and what this will mean to the Canadian economy. I can absolutely get that. But this is very serious conduct, which would result in jail. Joe, I want to turn your attention to this other case, and it's uh, more local in nature. There was a CBC journalist who was at a comedy club, um, and he was there reporting on on um, the situation that was it's been resolved, but with uh, I think it was Sirius XM and and the comedians who were going to be featured on the show. It's a just for laughs situation. But um, while he was reporting live on the scene, uh, this guy named Boyd Banks, who considers himself funny, walked behind him and started to like demonstratively, as he puts it, lick his ear and kiss his neck. Now I watched the the footage and it didn't look like he made too much contact but he was definitely in the way and so then the uh, i'll just play a little audio here is the cbc reporter who's trying to avoid this guy who's basically leaning on behind him and it was pretty creepy you know sticking his tongue out and trying to kiss his neck and and dwight drummond is in the studio so it's a back and forth between them right. you'll you'll hear the reporter first and then dwight have a listen sure um but things are getting a little awkward out here so i'm gonna pass it back to you dwight yeah that's a little strange and really unnecessary just move away from that gentleman and somebody needs so he he then they leave and online the 42nd clip has sparked outrage on social media some people saying you know this constitutes assault uh they wouldn't have remained so calm he has apparently he being the CBC reporter charged this guy would would that warrant an assault charge Yeah any unwanted contact could result in an assault or a sexual assault charge right so um it's unwanted contact it's very easy to to lay a charge it's caught on camera it's not consensual, and therefore it's an assault. So we've heard about uh, female reporters being harassed in the most horrible of ways lately. Do yeah. you think we need something like this to get the ball rolling, somebody charged so that people know you can't just say whatever you want? I think it's important that you know people respect other people's uh, bodily integrity and privacy, and you don't do something. But there's also context. These you know, clowns are in a in a comedy club, they think they're funny. The reporter, I think he handled it actually rather well, you know, in spite of what was going on. So, you know, it's stupid horsing around, it's jocular, it's dumb, uh, and unfortunately it's criminal. Um, but, you know, I think it's important to remain a bit objective. There's, mm-hmm. there's been far more egregious conduct, and I'm not downplaying this at all, but some female reporters have been subjected to some pretty bad stuff. Yeah. That that's far in excess of this, but we don't, you know, choose a female's integrity different than a male's integrity. And this is still an assault and it's wrong. And, you know, a message has to be sent and, and people can't do this. It's just inappropriate and it's wrong. And we're living in a different time now. I just don't want to go so far in the other direction that, you know, we're so politically correct that we lose sight of, you know, 
things that are funny and silly things that get mm-hmm. done. You know, when I think back at the SNL days and what they used to do, you know, and they, they were all, they would never charge each other and they're all having fun and doing stuff. But, you know, I, I think we have to have a little bit of objectivity in that regard and understand the context, but an assault and assault. And, you know, we have to be careful about person's uh, physical integrity. Yeah, I hear what you're saying from uh, a lawyer's perspective, but somebody, you know, from somebody that's in broadcasting, I don't know that I think he held the, he handled the matter as well as he could have. He looked embarrassed. He was kind of moving away and trying to pretend like it's not happening. That's old school broadcasting. That is that you. is they teach you that in school. Just keep going. And the reality is it's it you know, he should I think he should have turned around and said, "Sorry, um daddy's speaking here. What what do you need?" Like well, are you tr- are you one of the comedians? Do you think you're funny? You know that I'm here to, you know, uh, at least get the information out about your your cause. What do you think of it? Like, turn it around. Take the opportunity. I don't, I, you know, I, I just don't know that I agree handled it well. I, I'm not disagreeing that he was put in an uncomfortable position, but. Look, I think extricating yourself from the situation and not acting out of impulse is a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and and depending upon who you are and what circumstances it is, engaging with some idiot who is doing something wrong may not be the safest course of action. Who I, was drunk? I, I understand as yeah. well. Yeah. So who knows what the person's response is? So I'm I'm in favor of, you know, move away, think about it, get yourself to a safe position, and then think about it as opposed to immediately reacting because you don't know what's going to come your way. So that's just me trying to be a parent. Well, absolutely. And you know what? You don't know what's going to come your way, and you don't know what people are going to say on social media. You could turn around and try and defend yourself through words, and then you're out of a job. Absolutely true. Uh, That's an excellent point, and, yeah, that can happen very easily. Joe, it's always a pleasure having you on the show. Thanks so much for being here. Oh, my pleasure. Anytime. Have a great weekend. You too. Be well. Cheers.